Oh my gosh, what's going on? Hey, my name is Lockie and you're listening to my podcast, Indie Music Diaries. I hope you're having a lovely week. I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you're tuning in from. This is the podcast where I have casual conversations with real musicians. And, t- and this week, very excited to be doing a special solo episode where I'll be breaking down my new song, which I recently released on YouTube. Um, I thought this would be interesting to do a bit of a behind the scenes, a bit of a breakdown of, of sort of the meaning behind uh, the, the music in this song and, and the lyrics and, and sort of the whole composition. Because, um, I mean, this song in particular is, out of all of my songs to sort of dive into and break down, is going to be one of the most interesting because this is one of the most emotive songs that I've ever written. And I put it on my YouTube just, just recently. It's, uh, it's, at the moment, it's sort of its working title because, I mean, the title on YouTube was sort of just um, a song for when you're feeling anxious. And that sums it up pretty well, I think. But I guess the working title as well is It's Always Scary in Your Head, which, of course, is the opening line of the song. Um, so, I mean, in case you haven't heard it, here's a little snippet of it right now. I try to make sense of it all It's always scarier in your head And, yeah, it's just a really chill, simple little sort of acoustic song and it's one that I wrote really recently and this song came out of being in what is now I think a 10 week lockdown we've been here in New South Wales Australia we've been in lockdown for so long and um you know it's not just a song about me it's more more so a song about sort of seeing people around me and sort of um you know what the situation like this you know the, the whole world basically you know has been going through the same thing it can be it can have you know negative effects on your mental health and you know that's that's obvious that goes without saying but I think it's really important to bring light to that and, and, you know, be comfortable talking about that with each other and, you know, not staying silent as we know is, is such a big thing. So this song was sort of a song to hopefully bring peace, you know, not just to myself but to people around me as well. So, um, yeah, a really simple song. I, I wrote it within like 15, 20 minutes. It sort of all came out and, you know, there's not too many lyrics in the song and it was all incredibly honest and and what i when it was coming out when i was writing the song i was i went through with the intention to make it very to almost make it as if it wasn't a song like not necessarily a poem even just almost like a conversation like i mean if i like if you look at the chorus the lyrics that i've got in the chorus it's very conversational you know aren't our brains funny how they make a world of the things that we all remember and we call them dreams isn't it funny how the smallest of things can snowball to avalanche is overwhelming it's funny as i'm like reading it out there i've never done that before like reading it out loud it sounds like i'm uh, like doing slam i'm a bit of like a slam poetry night or something snowball to avalanche it's overwhelming but then morning comes and remember all along that it's always scarier in your head <laughs> dude i think i've got a career after music and slam poetry done um but yeah i just love that sort of that conversational tone that came out in that chorus because it what what i do like is how it tied in with the chords nicely and writing chords is an interesting thing and you know if you're a musician listening to this of course i know a lot of musos um, listen to this podcast and i don't know if you have the same thing but when it comes to chords I mean, it's funny, sometimes chords are the hardest things to write if you're sort of looking for that right sort of progression. But a lot of times, like for example, with a song like this, the chords sort of wrote themselves in a way and they sort of alongside the melody created themselves. And 
there's some interesting chord sort of voicings that I use that are a bit unusual. I don't always use, you know, bizarre sort of chord voicings in a lot of my songs, but it, I like how with each line, each chord sort of complemented it a little bit. And I went, that's when I realized that that, I think that was when I realized that this was a song. And that, I think that's the thing with songwriting for me at least. And hopefully other songwriters, if you're listening, can relate, but there's always that little sort of click, that like moment of magic when you realize like, when this is like not just another little idea that, okay, this is actually a song. This could actually be something special, something that you're proud of. And I think in that chorus, that's what ultimately hit, especially just the way that melody flows. And our brain's funny. They make a world of the things that we all remember. We call them dreams. You know, it's very... I, I, very sort of almost like a roller coaster in a way. It's just the way it's rising and flowing and very sort of sing-songy in that way. Almost like a lullaby. It, that's, I think that's ultimately what I was going for with, this, with a song like this. It's like a lullaby in a way. And I wanted to keep that true as well, with, especially with the instrumentation. Because with the instrumentation when... I mean... Like, to be honest, I just like recorded it by myself. Just, you know, I didn't do anything fancy anyway. But kept it very simple with just the guitar vocals. Um, in the video that I put up on YouTube, I added a cool little guitar solo in the middle, which I thought was cool. And then even just some little harmonies, just some like ooze, some ooze and ahs in the background in that last chorus there. Um, and I could have gone all out. Like I was going to, I was thinking about adding some sort of like, like piano and maybe some like sort of synthy pad things. You know, you could probably make a song like this a bit more electronic, but I've what I've been doing with my songs a lot recently, I guess I always have done this, but more so I've done it intentionally recently, is that I've really keep it true to the the instrumentation for the song. I keep it true to whatever I wrote it on. Um, you know, obviously a lot of the songs being on a guitar, but obviously whether it's electrical or acoustic really dictates sort of where it goes to. So... I keep that in mind when it comes to sort of fleshing out the production of a song and the same process was went into with this one. But it, the interesting thing was how I'd made the decision not to put any lyrics in the verse, what is essentially verse two, which is where that guitar solo is. So, I mean, structurally you're looking at like, it's just an ABABAB. Uh, so, you know, your verse, uh, where I sort of sing, I guess, two verses, like I guess in my head there's sort of two different things, you know, it's always scary in your head and the next one is never as bad as it seems, you know, sort of a two sort of separate verses there, does the chorus and then it feels like obviously it should just go to another second verse but I decided, especially with a song like this, again, going back to the whole idea of a lullaby, it's like, you know, it's, lullabies are generally sort of short little songs and I wanted to keep it like that. I didn't want to make it like just your classic pop song thing. It's like we'll do another verse and then we'll do a chorus and then we'll do like a different sort of thing for the bridge and then maybe another guitar solo, like a guitar solo and then one more chorus. I want to keep it super simple. So just the guitar solo and then finishes off with one final chorus which drags on a little bit but that helped a lot. Like and I allowed myself to do that as well because I was thinking, oh man, it's, maybe it sort of does need a second verse. And, you know, I was going to split up verse one and sort of like put maybe half of that as verse two. But like mapping it out in your head, which I think is a great thing to do as a songwriter, just sort of like, you know, puzzle pieces, you know, as if you're sort of scrapbooking, like putting things in order, just like, okay, if I move this down here, what's that going to look like? But is this section going to be, become a bit thinner and blah, 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 you know, just sort of shifting the pieces around. And for me... 
that's something that I've sort of been challenging myself to do a bit more. But yeah, I allowed myself the sort of permission, which sort of sounds funny, but to leave that verse to open. It's like, what if we just do that? And listening to it now, now that I've sort of recorded it and I've put it out on the internet, it's like, yeah, it's like it, it sounds right. Like it doesn't feel off to me at all. And this song, this year's been interesting because like to be 100% honest, like I haven't written that many songs this year, you know, only a handful. And, you know, part, partly that has been because of lockdown, you know, that lack of inspiration and, you know, lack of being able to sort of collaborate with other people and connect with other people and sort of experience like going to concerts. That's always an inspira- inspirational sort of time. So this song, this song was the first song that I wrote this year that felt really like when I wrote it, I was like, okay, this is 100% honest. I'm not hiding anything here. You know, I think storytellers... I mean, this is interesting. I mean, for me, there have been times where I've written songs that aren't genuine. Um, I mean, even thinking about the songs on the EP, the songs on the EP that I released, my debut EP, songs like Why Aren't We Talking All The Time, like, for example, that song, which is basically a very sort of naive teenage view on sort of, I guess, online communication and, you know, um, finding a romantic partner that that's very exaggerated and it's not necessarily it's not literal at all actually but it's very exaggerated and I wanted to do that for that sort of EP I wanted to sort of take those sort of young teenage you know very sort of uh frivolous I don't know if that's the right word to use but those emotions which are always heightened during teenage times and sort of just go to town with it why are we talking all the time you know that song's very unapologetic and it's delivery and, the, and its lyricism and everything so it's interesting it's almost like writing a song like it's always scary in your head it's it's sitting down and it's saying you know it's okay to sort of you know start to grow a little bit older take it a little bit slower I mean I'm still what am I talking about like I'm still so early on in my career but you know what I mean right like you're sort of I mean I've been writing songs for a number of years now though so it's um it's interesting sort of seeing how your writing style can evolve and you only sort of realize that when you take stock of what has come before. And that's something that I've been doing, especially again in lockdown, that's given me the chance, the time has given me the chance to sort of stop and, and, and look back and think, okay, this is what I've written. This is what I've been doing. What am I writing now? And, you know, thankfully I'm in a place right now where, you know, the music that I have been writing, I have generally, I genuinely have been really enjoying and this song is no exception. So it's it's a song that I'm super super proud of, and that's why I wanted to release it. You know, obviously that's that that's rare for musicians, especially today's day and age, to have a song to write it and then basically release it within a month of writing it. You know, obviously songs go into the sort of the you know get worked over in the studio and and, and go through many iterations and, and you know can often be heard you know years after they've been written. But this felt like a right time to release this, especially with, you know, a lot of my family and friends being in lockdown here in New South Wales, Australia. A lot of Australia's in lockdown and hopefully wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening to, you're staying safe. But this felt like, I was like, no, nah, I have to release this. Like, I don't, who, I, didn't, I didn't care about the quality. I didn't care if it was going to be the best quality. I was like, I'll just do it myself. Put it up as a video. So, you know, it's just on the YouTube. And I'm really happy that I did it. And it's going to sit there as a song that, sort of reminds me of this time and, and again it's taking stock of things you know in 12 months time I can look back and go oh yeah cool I had that song where I just had that really honest nice down-to-earth moment I wasn't being 
judgmental of myself for the lyrics I was writing. That's the other thing as well. This is one of those songs. This is one of the one of the songs where I've done the least amount of editing in terms of taking out lines, swapping lines here. I sort of just was writing, just sort of as I mentioned earlier, just very conversational in tone, and that that's the, that's ultimately the reason why I didn't have to edit it because I because it was honest because it was just me just talking. It was my own sort of inner monologue. And I was like, oh, my brain's funny. No, no, no. You know, when you when you find that honest place when you're writing from that honest place you don't have to go back and edit because that's that is what it is and i think it's really powerful as a songwriter and a creator store a storyteller to allow yourself that freedom to just you know whatever comes out comes out and that is what it is and you know as i mentioned i, I reckon it works really well with sort of the chords that i put in there and it all sort of yeah i was really really happy when it when with what had came out after i'd finished writing it all um, so yeah, I mean, not too much else I have to say about that, but it's always scary in your head. A song that I wrote, if you're ever feeling sort of slightly anxious, you know, mental health is, is such a big issue and, you know, the, the idea of being together and togetherness, like such a big thing for me. I mean, it's always helped me connecting with people, talking to friends, which I know again is, is such a cliche thing, but it's helped me so much. So this is a song is just like hey it's okay it's like i get how you're feeling too even though a lot of the times it feels like you know this is only me i'm alone in this sort of thing you know we're all going especially with the time that we're going through in the world of course we're all in this together cliche again but uh hey thanks so much for checking out this little mini behind the scenes um podcast for an insight to my new song um it's always scary in your head it's a song for whenever you're feeling anxious so if you want to check it out i'll make sure to, to include the link um, in the bio of this podcast. It's on my main YouTube channel. You can search up Lockie on YouTube as well. So thanks so much, guys. New episodes of Indie Music Diaries, of course, every single Wednesday chatting to fellow musicians or it's going to be me here just having a nice little solo chat, whether it's diving into a behind-the-scenes song, chatting about some artists that inspire me or uh, whatever else related to the wonderful world of music and my life. So once again, guys, thanks so much for checking out the podcast and have a great week.